0: hi i'm eric angevine welcome to radio superfly thanks to a suggestion from a friend i've spent some time exploring the roots of afro-cuban music and having a ball how can you not it's some of the most lively danceable infectiously joyous music in the world I started out learning about the growth of Son on the island, then expanded my search to encompass how Latin jazz grew out of the interactions between Afro-Cuban and African American musicians while they shared their culture. That led me up to the doorstep of Salsa, which started as a Cuban thing but quickly caught fire and turned into a worldwide phenomenon with influences from all over the globe. If you go searching for information about salsa, you're just as likely to get food or a dance tutorial as a list of popular songs. The dance part makes sense because salsa music and salsa dancing are inseparable, and you won't always find agreement about who deserves credit for the birth of the musical genre. A 2018 article by Tihana Illich offered up the most commonly accepted story Quote, Much debate exists about where salsa originated. One school of thought claims that salsa is a newer version of older, traditional Afro-Cuban forms and rhythms, so the birthplace must be Cuba. The other school of thought about the genre's history says that if salsa had a passport, the date of birth would be the 1960s and its birthplace would be New York, New York. It developed there over that decade and the next via Cuban and Puerto Rican musicians." Many musicians at the time dismissed the term. They were just making their music and didn't really care for labels. A New York music promoter by the name of Izzy Sanavria has made his claim as a popularizer of the genre. Quote, In 1973, I hosted the television show Salsa, which was the first reference to this particular music as Salsa. I was using the term Salsa, but the music wasn't defined by that. The music was still defined as Latin music. And that was a very, very broad category, because it even includes mariachi music. It includes everything. So Salsa defined this particular type of music. It's a name that everyone could pronounce, quote. A Cuban record label known as Fania became known as the Motown of Salsa. Many artists called the label home, but a supergroup called the Fania All-Stars is a great place to start. <laughs>
1: Vamos apresentar.
0: Puerto Rican immigrants were playing salsa from the beginning, and their language, culture and music fell under the handy term New Yorican, a portmanteau blending New York and Puerto Rican. I've always loved the dense, jazz-inflected sound created by bandleader Eddie Palmieri, for instance. I grew up in Kansas, far from the beating heart of salsa culture in the United States, but I clearly remember the first time I heard the term. In the mid-1980s, a charismatic Panamanian musician by the name of Ruben Blades began showing up in the indie movies I was watching, Crossover Dreams, The Milagro Beanfield War, and Spike Lee's Mo Better Blues. Interviewers would always point out that Blades was far better known as a worldwide salsa star. I got curious about that, as I often do, and I then fell ass-backward into a whole new world of dynamic music. I had a morning jazz show on my college radio station in the late 80s, so I used that as a vehicle for exploring songs like Blade's cinematic Pedro Navajá.
2: Vuelve a brillar Mientras camina Pasa la vista de esquina a esquina No se ve un alma Está desierta Toda la avenida Cuando de pronto Esa mujer sale del sagua Y Pedro Navaja Aprieta un puño Dentro del gabán Mira pa' un lado Mira el otro Y no ve a nadie pero sin ruido, cruza la calle.
0: Salsa musicians spoke a common tongue, but came from countries with unique cultural influences. If you drew a map of how musical ideas flowed back and forth throughout North, South, and Central America, it would look like one of those conspiracy theory bulletin boards from the movies, with strings going every which way. In a past episode of this show, I dug into the back catalog of Colombia's highly influential Discos Fuentes record label. I highly recommend you go back and listen to that one, but I'll share my favorite tune from that episode, Salsa Nama" by Fruco Isus Tesos. Thank yeah. you. Venezuelan singer, bandleader, and bass player Oscar de Leon held on to the large band style even after salsa bands began to streamline. He was very successful in spreading salsa around the world, mounting huge tours of the Americas, Spain, and even Japan.
1: Vive contigo Es tu amiga, es tu mujer Es tu esposa y es tu amante Ella es toda un cuerpo fiel No le causes angustia No le hagas padecer Piensa que en algún momento Tu madre pudo ser Porque es mujer Y merece respeto Y a ti te entregó La pureza de su vientre Y tienes que estar pendiente De los detalles
0: Salsa and dancing are most often portrayed as highly energetic, but of course there are lovers who want to get close and slow dance. Some salsa aficionados hate and dismiss salsa romántica as inauthentic, but you can't deny the appeal of music that encourages the so-called horizontal mambo.
1: De repente te da por volverme a buscar Por hablar de los dos y salir a Tal parece que yo te hice falta de más Que no fuiste feliz con tu otra mitad De repente te da por
2: volver a sentir Quien es el que en verdad sabe hacerte feliz Pero se te olvidó y al marcharte de aquí
0: Salsa music has its roots in the experience of African slaves in the New World. Appropriately, the genre has traveled back to the motherland and inspired some African offshoots as well. Celia Cruz and the Fania All-Stars traveled to Central Africa in 1974 to put on an incredible show as part of Zaire 74, the concert that accompanied the Muhammad Ali, George Foreman fight known as the Rumble in the Jungle. I highly recommend watching the film Soul Power, which captures the incredible energy of that time and place. One of my favorite scenes depicts Cruz and her band jammed into the confines of an airplane cabin for the transatlantic flight. Do they sleep? Do they catch up on their knitting? Oh no, they do not. They break out their instruments and party all the way.
1: Just
2: listen to the great music. Vice never got high in his life. Never ever. But I tell you, <laughs> I promise you the spiritual commitment, the rhythm, and the beat. And we're going to Kentassel for Zaire 74. That's what's happening. <laughs> The airport for six hours. Man, about three hundred thousand people. people at the airport. It feels like there's three hundred thousand people in this yeah, plane. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think that this is just fantastic. Hey, let me hear some more
1: music.
0: Salsa has always been somewhat on the fringes of American popular music, but Cuban-American dynamo Gloria Estefan blew up the charts with her Miami sound machine in 1985. Salsa is still evident in the music of many worldwide pop stars, most notably Marc Anthony and Shakira, but hip-hop beats, remixes, and vocal styles have definitely jumped to the forefront in dance music circles. Some artists try to keep both influences balanced in a salsa-reggaeton hybrid known as salsaton. Whatever you call it, salsa music is too vibrant to ever die out. Thanks for joining me on Radio Superfly. I hope you enjoyed learning more about the global dance party known as Salsa.